Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here back with the final installment of our NBL-focused show prior to the grand final tipping off. Uh, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. I'm, you know, despite the two teams in it, despite the Jack Jumpers not being in it, this is a mouth-watering matchup. I cannot wait to see the Sydney Kings facing the New Zealand Breakers for the right to call themselves NBL champion for 2022-2023. It's just around the corner, so I thought this episode would give, be a, a good little opportunity for me to impart my wisdom, for me to impart my predictions, who I think is going to come out on top in, in this uh, battle of gargantuans. Um, you know, I'm certainly looking forward to getting into it. Some of my keys to the series, as well as giving my pick for finals MVP. Before we get into it, though, guys, a big shout out to both Stadium Scene and The Cover, two fantastic networks doing fantastic things. Not only us, but a whole, 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 whole big host, should I say, of other content creators around Australia and the US. Uh, very, very thankful for all their continued support of us and all the good work they do. Rightio. Let's get into some odds and ends, guys. Some real quick ones here. Starting with the news that the Brisbane Bullets have parted ways with general manager of basketball, Sam McKinnon. Uh, the position has been made redundant and it won't be filled in the future. So for the Bullets at the moment, you know, their, their season certainly didn't go according to the script. Uh, it just feels like they're kind of going scorched earth policy, need to strip everything back, lock it in on court and off court next season. Um because as I said, it's certainly failed to meet expectations this season. Hopefully, you know, it's it, it all starts on court. They really need to get things ironed out on court. Who's going to be their scorer? Who's going to be their leader? Um, you know, they've started to put a little, you know, a few of these little pieces in place, starting with the news that during the week, they re-signed DJ Mitchell uh, for the 2023-2024 season. Across this season, he averaged nine and a half points, four and a half rebounds, an assist and a half, as well as shooting the three ball at 44.5%. Just hoping with this move and with removing McKinnon there, hopefully this can be a bit of a catalyst for stability because they did have quite a few moving pieces this year um, in the front and the back office, um, or should I say on court and off court. Uh, so hopefully now just re-signing some of these players and getting things locked in early will just hopefully provide a little bit of stability that was otherwise lacking this season. Melbourne United, speaking of the Brisbane Bullets, we'll carry on with that theme. Um, they have added former Melbourne United assistant coach Daryl McDonald. Um, he'll be joining as an assistant coach there under Justin Schuller, um, who was likewise a previous assistant at Melbourne United. So, again, just really good chemistry pieces. Already having that prior relationship, um, hopefully that builds and translates to on-court success as well. So, uh, a, a big week for the Brisbane Bullets. Moving ahead to the down uh, down a little further south, the southeast Melbourne Phoenix head coach Simon Mitchell uh, has stepped aside from his position. Now the club is now on the hunt for a replacement as we speak, um, but this is a big loss, and it was by mutual agreement. He spent the past four seasons with the franchise, and he's been their head coach since their inaugural season. Had a forty-seven percent winning record, uh, but has helped them to two finals appearances as well, and. Um, has been a huge factor as to why they've made such an immediate impact within the league. Uh, it's certainly hard, you know, being on board with the Tassie Jack Jumpers. It's uh, it's not easy starting the franchise from the ground up, and and Mitchell there's done a phenomenal job. So very big big shoes to fill there. 
Uh, we'll certainly keep you posted on who his replacement is. But again, another team that probably, for their lofty expectations and the squad they had at their disposal, probably failed to meet expectations as well this season. So they'll be hoping just to have a little bit of a cleanse, get some fresh blood in there, and hopefully come back refreshed and reinvigorated for next season. The Hawks, right, well... What a season they've had. It's it's not all their fault, but this season's been nothing short of catastrophic. Um, but again, as Brisbane have, trying to find a little bit of stability, they have re-signed Will Hickey for next season. Um, across 24 games this season, he averaged five points, three rebounds, one assist, one steal across nearly 15 minutes a game. Uh, will hopefully, again, aid in some continuity for this team. And again, another player, I think he showed enough, depending who they have come in, I certainly see him having some increased game time and responsibility next season. So um, fair play for the Hawks as well. Off-season moves are coming thick and fast at the moment. So rest assured, we will keep you update on everything going on from around the league. Just quickly, before we move on from odds and ends, uh, a very quick, hasty little odds and ends, albeit, um, a big shout out to the Australian Boomers. Over their international break, They had two very, very commanding performances in the latest round of FIBA World Cup qualifiers. First, starting absolutely battering Bahrain, 83-51. to Todd Blanchfield in this one had 20 points. Isaac Humphreys contributed with 18, uh, both really leading the way there, as they should as kind of primary NBL players. But then to go one step further, so as I said, 32-point win over Bahrain. Yesterday against Kazakhstan, It was an absolute demolition job. The Boomers winning 98 to 53. Once again, Todd Blandfield being the chief destroyer among them. Uh, 31 points, four rebounds, seven threes in just 21 minutes of on-court action. So a really tremendous showing there for him. And again, a a very emphatic win from the Boomers. So really, really positive stuff there. They've pretty well all but locked up a spot at the the FIBA World Cup. So a very well done, very well polished performance there from the Australian Boomers. And because of that international break, we did have the week hiatus from the NBL, but we are back this week, the NBL grand final, the Sydney Kings facing the New Zealand Breakers, a a best of five series for this one. Game one will tip off this coming Friday night, followed by game two on Sunday. Um, so I thought, as I said at the top of the show, just a really good opportunity to impart my two cents um, and give you guys my prediction for the upcoming series. So let's get into it. Um, I think it's tremendous that we've got the two top teams from the regular season facing off. Both have been phenomenal in their own right. Uh, the Kings finished with a regular season record of 19 and 9 uh, before defeating the Cairns Taipans 2 1 in their semi final series to clinch a place in this final have really been the measuring stick for the last couple of years now. Um, to be fair, it didn't really look like they got too far out of first gear this season, uh, which is just a, a testament to how how good they truly are, um, but certainly warrant their spot in the big dance and the opportunity to go for a back-to-back. Whereas the New Zealand Breakers, they finished the regular season with a record of 18 and 10. Um, they took their semi-final series to game three, defeating the Tassie Jack Jumpers, much to my chagrin, uh, 2-1, phenomenally i've been using that word a lot phenomenal lately um you guys need to pull me up on it i need to expand my vocabulary on that one um but again i'll I'll just use it for the point of this one a phenomenal series uh a phenomenal season they've had you know in my eyes going into the season i think if memory serves correctly i'd have to re-look my notes but i think i might have had them right down cellar dwellers of the table 
Um, the growth and strides they've made, the players they've developed, Modi Moira's head coach there has done a terrific job, a really terrific job of guiding this team. And again, as hard fought as it was, and they've had little little moments where the season looked like it might have been slipping. Um, they certainly warrant their spot as well in the grand final. And you know, this is a matchup I think is really going to go go the distance. So here are my keys, my kind of key points for each team for victory for the Sydney Kings. I think for them to win, I think it's going to be very heavily reliant on them making the three ball. This season, the New Zealand Breakers, they had the league's best defense. And with their size that they possess in the interior, I think making shots is going to be key. Now, with this, I'm namely looking at DJ Vasilovic with, with his ability to shoot the three ball. Uh, it, it just has that tendency to be able to rip a game wide open. Across the season, he averaged 14 points four and a half rebounds and nearly two assists a game, shooting the three ball at 37%. Yet I don't think that probably quite does him justice. If he sees one go down early, then look out. More often than not, he's going to put the, the pedal to the metal um, and just go bananas. And as we've seen time and time again, he has that ability to really catch fire. So for me, that's probably the key point for the Kings, making the three ball, trying to avoid getting into an interior battle with Derek Pard and Jarrell Brantley, these kind of bigger bodies, you know, for as big as Tim Suarez and Xavier Cooks is, uh, we've seen uh, we've seen what the uh, the breakers can do in the paint. And I, I think it probably serves the Kings better to just make the three ball. Um, Complementing DJ there on the outside sh- shooting will be Angus Glover, Sean Bruce, Derek Walton, and even Quiet Noy. So there's certainly enough shooting there, um, but they've yeah they've they've just got to they've got to have a mixed offense, I believe. But if the three ball is not going, I don't think they can shy away from it completely. Um, if it's a battle in the paint, I'm back in New Zealand in. So I'm looking at DJ Vasilovic. He did it. He did, Much to my dismay, he did it against us in last year's grand final. Um, but I expect him to have a very, very big series against the Breakers. Transitioning to New Zealand, I think for their key to victory will be the, to keep the ball moving. Now, as simple as that is, they have so much talent at their disposal at their disposal, and so many capable ball handlers. The worst thing I think they can do is for their offense to become stagnant and try and isolate their way to victory. You look at William McDowell-Wyatt, Zayar Liafa, Barry Brown Jr., even to a lesser extent, Brantley and Pardon. They can both handle the ball as well. Uh, but with these primary ball handlers, I think it's better if they keep the rock moving. You know, I, I, I can see a world success is where they kind of try and stretch the Kings out, create holes and then attack them with the speed they possess. Um, if they can create those gaps and then kind of target them, bring Suarez out to the, the perimeter, Cooks out to the perimeter, uh, I think their crafty guards might be able to be a, do a bit of a number in there. So for me, that is the key for the New Zealand breakers. Keep the ball moving. Okay, pushing on. My player to watch out for for each team, um, a guy who I think will have hold a bit of an X factor, the Kings, as simple as it is, I've got to go Xavier Cooks. Um, the league's reigning MVP, the league's reigning finals MVP. He'll be looking to go back-to-back, again, clinching that finals MVP. A tremendous season he's had. 16 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists per game across the regular season. Um, the big thing, I think, to watch out for, though, and we started to see it a little bit through the back end of the season, was the free throws. Now, that is the one element of his game that he really needs to iron out. Uh, so far this season, he's been going at 
And this could well be an area that the breakers looks look to exploit almost in a bit of a, a hacker shack kind of situation there. But uh, the guy's an animal. He's the MVP of the league for a very good reason. I think Jarrell Brantley will most likely have that much matchup. He'll certainly have to be on his toes because I think once Cook gets moving in that open court, it, it's probably good night. For as good as I think Brantley is, if Cooks gets up a full head of steam, then look out. Um, but yeah, I, I can't go past the X-Men and um, expect him. He had a pretty quiet series against the Taipans, in particular at game two there. Uh, but now after being crowned a league MVP, I expect him to really flex the muscle and uh, kind of assert his dominance over this contest. For the New Zealand Breakers, my player to watch out for is Derek Pardon. Purely for the fact he's just a monster on the offensive boards. And I think those second chance points will be pivotal in this matchup. Average 12.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, plus a block and a steal a game. Yet he averages a tick over three offensive rebounds a game, which I really think, you know, I expect this series to be quite close. Some really down to the wire encounters. A couple of second point, a couple of second chance points here or there could well be the determining factor. Um, he, he's just a monster in there. Tim Suarez, the matchup there, he's going to have to be right up for the challenge and really display some physicality to match it up with Pardon. Otherwise, I think he could get eaten. And I think this could well be the matchup that potentially swings the series. So my two players to watch out for are Xavier Cooks and Derek Pardon. Okie dokie, let's get to it. My prediction for this series, I love an underdog. I do. I'm going to take the New Zealand Breakers in five games. I think it's going the distance. Um, I expect this to be a nail-biting series, absolutely down to the wire. Each game, I, th- I can't imagine there'll be too many blowouts, um, but I just think they've got so many offensive options. Whilst having the league's best defense this season, I think it's a pretty good combo in my mind. Going into this show, though, I, I really did think it, it almost felt like a bit of a coin flip. So, you know, I, I, I wouldn't argue for anyone who took the Kings, and rightly so. They are the favorites going into the series. But uh, as I said, I, I love an underdog. I'm going to take the Breakers in five. Following on from that, my MVP pick has got to be Barry Brown Jr. The league's best six man, I think, will play a pivotal role in this contest, as he did so many times throughout the regular season. And even in their semi-final series, this guy's a match winner. And he felt very reminiscent to Josh Adams for the Jack Jumpers last season. Just a guy that just activated takeover mode. Give him the ball and he'll put the team on his back. Across this season, the regular season, he averaged 19.5 points, 2.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, a steal a game, and was plus four when he was on the court. He averaged a tick under 27 minutes a game. But I well expect this to push up Within the 30s, absolutely across these final games, um, you know, he, he, if you need a bucket, this is the guy you want the you want to give the ball to. So, oh, I, I, he's an impact player. He's an impact player. When the lights shine brightest, these guys tend to step up in a very big way. So, watch out. There is my finals MVP pick, Barry Brown Jr. With that, I have the New Zealand Breakers clinching it, going the distance. Game five, as I said, the final tips off. Game one, Friday night, Friday night coming uh, there at Kudos Bank Arena. Before we transition, game two on the Sunday, um, you know, I'll put something up on the socials over the next day or two, but I'd love to hear who, from you guys who you think is going to win this mouth-watering matchup. You know, as I said, despite the jack jumpers not being in it, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to get into it. I can't wait. 
Um, as I said, fantastic to have the two best teams duking it out together. But as I said, be sure to let me know on our socials. Really appreciate all the continued support on the socials, guys. Keep it coming. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Had a lot of engagement with you guys over the over the course of the last few weeks. Um, so certainly keep it coming. And, you know, I'd love to hear your pick for finals MVP, the kind of the keys to watch out for in this matchup. So uh, be sure to hit us up on all of those socials, guys. Well, enjoy it. We'll, I'll be back this weekend with our NBA-focused show. Roy might be potentially going to game one of the final series. I'll have to touch base with him. So the boys won't be on deck this week, uh, but certainly looking forward to having the band back together the following week for, for our NBA-focused show, guys. So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to the show to get that one as soon as it drops. Till then, enjoy the first couple of the games of the finals, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.